What up, what up, what up, sports heads, and welcome to another edition of Sports Talk KC. This is the aftermath from the draft. Fellas, introduce yourselves. What's going on, KC Lee 86, live in the flesh? What's going on, sports heads? BB Sports 1492 here. All right, all right, all right. Let's go ahead and kick it off with uh, the new, new acquisitions for the Chiefs. Uh, as you guys know, uh, sports heads, we did give up our first round pick. So our, our pick was essentially Orlando Brown. But our number uh, two in the second round, number 58, was Nick Bowden, linebacker out of Missouri. Lee had his high, his hat held high that day. So go ahead, Lee. Uh, yeah, man, I just uh, – like you said, uh, you kind of, you know, uh, you kind of threw it at me there. I didn't expect you to throw it at me that quick, but uh, – I, you know, we did this year uh, amongst ourselves here at Sports Talk KC, we did a mock draft. Um, we didn't do it on the show. We kind of just, you know, talked about it, whatever. But we did a mock a mock draft individually, um, all of us here at Sports Talk KC. And uh, when me and Beats were doing it, man, I was just, you know, I, I just said, you know, I had that feeling that Bolton would be here. Um, that's what we took at 58, man, and I'm, I'm glad that they did that. Yeah, he seems like he's a very talented uh, linebacker coming from Missouri, so he's homebound. Uh, looking like he's going to be a definitely good plus for that run defense, which was lackluster to say the least. Beats, what you got on him? I like to pick um... – I guess. Are we just going by Nick Bolton right now? Yeah, we're just going to go down the line. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I like the pick. I mean, from the highlights I've seen and just what a uh, little research I did, you know, seems like a, a thumper, you know, uh, get you going over across the middle sometimes with those uh, slot receivers and running backs. And then also he looks pretty good in his own coverage also. Uh, maybe a weakness may be, uh, you know, uh, covering uh, running backs out the backfield one on one or something like that, but I mean, with some coaching, it probably it could probably be tossed out of them and coach them on up. But overall, I like that pick. Yeah, and it's a and it's a take that we seen from his college highlights. He was getting after the running backs in open field. Man, you know, so just only dang on good highlights. You know, they don't put the bad stuff on there. Good point, B. Good points. Right. All right. And staying within the second round, we drafted Creed Humphreys, a.k.a. Billy Bob, the center out of Oklahoma. Uh, I was kind of like, okay, uh, with this pick. But uh, this young man has not allowed any sacks uh, as a center for Oklahoma. Uh, he's a big body, uh, very physical, very agile. Uh, I really do like this Creed Humphreys pick, fellas. What are your uh, takes on this Creed Humphreys guy? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm right there with you in your back pocket on that one, man. Uh, this guy, you know, he looks like a he, he in college he played and looks like a five six year veteran. And you know, uh, the terminology you, you can tell he 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 uh, knows how to um, how to identify things that defenses are trying to do. He's real vocal at that position. Um, kind of reminds me of a Casey Wigman or somebody that was real, you know, that that really 
you know, played their role in their position. KC Wigman, Brian Waters, um, you know, uh, Rodney Hudson, centers. I, I, I didn't mean to say Brian Waters. I'm just keeping it within the centers. But, yeah, uh, Rodney Hudson, KC Wigman. Uh, this Creed cat, man, um, Creed Humphreys from Oklahoma, I agree. Uh, uh, a real good pick. Like you like you hit it on the head, Cal, before you even said something. This cat has not allowed a sack <laughs> at all in, in his college, you know, during his college regime. So, you know, a uh, real good pick. Uh, Andy Reid always finds these diamonds in the rough when it comes to them comes to them bigs across that line in them trenches. So hell of a pick as well, man. I agree. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? Creed Humphrey here. Um, I don't really have too much on it. I mean, they said this was the still of the draft and you got him in the, with your second pick in the second round at 63, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he can come in and compete with Austin Blythe for that center position. And I guess just let the best man win. But uh, short and sweet, I don't have too much on it. But I like for the future of, you know, um, going forward, you got him locked up for four years at least, see what he see what he can do. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right, we're going to move it right along, fellas. Round four, number 144, Joshua Kane Doe. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right, fellas. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got def- it. Okay. Defensive end out of Florida State. Uh, I don't really have much on Joshua. I did see some of his highlights. He looked like a guy that <clears throat> is a project. Uh, it's good to have somebody else coming off that edge and things like that, somebody that may be able to help out Flank Clark. But uh, I don't really know too much about Joshua. Uh Lee, uh, or you guys want to iterate on Joshua? Uh, not too much from him. Um, I'm just kind of hearing from the insiders here locally um, talking about Josh, um, you know, the edge rusher from Florida State. Um, the, you know, the Chiefs really seen a lot of Emmanuel Ogba in him, and it makes sense if you look at the tape uh, you know, the little bit of tape that they did share with us when he was selected. Um, this guy has no problem getting to the quarterback, and he's pretty good against the run as well. So not too much on Josh. I do think it's a real good pick. Like you said, a project pick, but if this cat can come in and and, and implement himself in early and get pressure like how Emmanuel Agba was doing, you know, then kudos, but you know, we'll just have to see on this pick. I really don't got too much on Josh, but I I do like the pick overall because we needed the edge, man. Yeah, I don't have too much on him either. He just looks like a developmental player that you got at the end of round four. Be a rotational guy. He fits the uh, Spagnolo type. As far as uh, on the edge there, you know, maybe he can uh, set that edge on that other side of Frank Clark and just be a good, solid uh, rotational player, you know, that can help the Chiefs down the uh, down the stretch, home stretch, going into the playoffs and can turn into something um, within those four years of that rookie deal. Um, but, I mean, overall, I mean, it's a nice swing, you know, because he was a five-star recruit coming out of uh, – High school, but never 
really did anything at Florida State. But I keep hearing guys or analysts say that is pretty much a reflection of Florida State and their coaching staff and their inability to uh, progress guys. So um, it's probably the Chiefs. This is probably going to be the, one of the wild cards. They're going to have to probably strip this guy down and build him back up into what they want him to be, get some of those bad habits out of him. Uh, that was a good point that you said about him uh, he's coming out of Florida State. I did hear some mentionings about that uh, as far as the coaching. And uh, I think he had like one good solid year and it kind of flamed out uh, down his Florida State uh, career. But uh, like you said, he's a project uh, player, wild card, and we'd like to see what happens from uh, Joshua. Uh, going to the fifth round. <clears throat> now, this pick here was kind of threw me for a loop, but I'm kind of – Kind of liking it. Uh, in the fifth round, uh, we got Noah Gray, tight end out of Duke. Travis Kelsey's clone. Uh, the guy is exciting. Uh, he, he's definitely a guy that can help in red zone situations. As I'm always saying that the Chiefs need to try to pay attention to that uh, area in their offense. But this guy can catch. He can get the yak after yards after catch, which I always like to hit see. Uh, like this guy, like I said, uh, he's like a pretty good tight end coming out of college. Uh, so what you guys got on Noah Gray? Yeah, man, you was hitting it. Uh, you was hitting on Noah Gray, man. Uh, this is a real interesting pick. Uh, we all know that the Chiefs needed someone opposite, you know, or to back up Kelsey. Uh, but this cat, man, has all the, the likes. You know, <laughs> Um, it's hard not to like this pick um, when you see this guy play. Like you said, Cal, he's real good. He's not afraid to sit down and stone. He's very reliable catching that ball, and he's not afraid to turn up field and turn the Jets on. Um, you can use this guy in all different ways, man. You can line him up in the H-back. He has experience running a whole, you know, running all kind of different formations. Uh you know, being at the University of Duke. But uh, this is a hell of a pick. Uh, I was kind of talking to Beach yesterday about it, man, just like saying how, you know, like he's a Swiss Army, you know, he's a Swiss Army knight kind of, so to speak. You throw him and Kelsey out there together on the same side or, you know, it's just another added weapon. It's just like Brett Beach and Andy Reid, they're like, hey, we're going to help Pat however however we can. Uh, I like this big man. This dude shows a toughness. Um, he's pretty much a clone of Travis Kelsey when it comes to to, to footage and what you're seeing, what uh, what Noah can do. But a uh, hell of a pick by the Chiefs. Uh, again, getting someone to compliment TK. Yeah, I like this pick. Um I just like from just seeing his highlights, um, what he can do as far as um, getting matched up against linebackers on wheel routes. Uh, trying to think back to uh, Pat's first start against, uh, I believe they were San Diego still at that time, or maybe they were just L.A. at that time. Um, Chargers where uh, Anthony Sherman caught that touchdown on that wheel route. Think of stuff like that. And then also this guy can um, – you know, play uh, backside uh, wide uh, ISO, you know, sometimes that with, uh, with Kelsey does, and then also he can play in the slot too. Um, so 
And then uh, it just, you know, the Chiefs can now probably uh, play 12 personnel, which means two tight ends, one wide receiver, you know, bring more linebackers on the field and attack those. And, I mean, yeah, I like this pick, man. He's a good uh, pass catcher. Maybe put on a little bit of weight, but um, I, I, I like this option. It gives them some more weapons and give them some, some uh, diversity within this offense. And and I I just kind of wanted to touch on what you said. That's 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 pretty monumental that you bring that play up, um, that wheel route that uh, the sausage ran against the Chargers. I remember that vividly, beat, and that's what I'm talking about with this cat. Um, he he's able. He said that's his strength. That's 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 one of his main strengths. Lining up in the backfield, having that that excelling, you know, having that head start to attack the second level. And when he does that, it's 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 mismatch city. So that's a good point that you bring up with that wheel route because I can see a lot of that kind of stuff playing out with this offense with him at it. Yeah, it definitely has an extra edge to the offense coming up this season. Like I said, we didn't we was all kind of leery going into this draft. And then things just kind of just unfolded with uh, our, the big Orlando Brown acquisition and the way this draft went. It was very strategic by Brett Veach and company on these draft picks, you know, and um, Nora Gray is a very great acquisition. It's going to definitely help us out. And I think it'll be uh, <clears throat> a very fast uh, shift for him. I don't think it's going to be something where he's going to be riding the bench. I think he's going to be able to make his name known. Uh, for this upcoming season. So look out for Noah Gray. Uh, in the fifth round, also, we got Cornell Howell out of Clemson. Now, this guy is supposed to be the top, take the top off, take the top off the defense guy. Uh, from seeing some of his um, highlights in college, he is a very great red zone threat, and he's one of those guys that can go up and get it type guy. He's I want it, but he has the play of a big body friend guy that I wanted. So I'm kind of happy with this Cornell Brown guy. Uh, like I was telling telling the guys, I don't know if it's going to be a fast swing for him, depending on how other uh, wide receivers are uh, going this year. I'm not going to say any names. So I don't want to down anybody. But uh, Cornell Powell is a uh, work in progress. And I think once he gets on his offense and see what this offense uh, does and get in locked in, and being that he failed so far that he did, I the edge. So I'm looking for Corey Powell to definitely be a great player for this Chiefs team in the future. What are you guys' thoughts on Cornell Powell? I'm I'm so glad we took a flyer on a receiver. Um, Cornell Powell um, coming out of the University of Clemson um, where it's a very complex. It's a NFL ready type ran offense that he comes from with Trevor Lawrence. Um, this cat possesses uh, all the likes of, you know, uh, his body structure, his build. Um, you're not going to just be able to push him around and push him off of his route. Um, he, he, he demands attention just, you know, what you're seeing on film, um, he's very sure-handed. Um, I just like the pick, man. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that the, you know uh, they were, 
you know, Brett Beach and company was listening uh, to the kingdom uh, to get a receiver in this draft. Uh, I thought it would come a little bit earlier. I'm not going to lie. Right. But, uh, uh, it did come. And what you're seeing in this guy, and and, 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 and I'm not telling any lies or anything, but I'm, it's already people saying, hey, this guy is a, you know, this guy is a Michael Irvin with a little bit of A.J. Brown sprinkled in. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I don't want to get I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but short and sweet. I'm glad the Chiefs brass took a flyer on a receiver. This cat is doing some eyebrow raising type things as you watch film on him. And I just think that the, him coming from an NFL ready type offense is going to help him that much more when it comes to the the what people may say the the hectic offense that Andy Reid runs and it takes guys a minute to kind of catch on. But uh I, I'm excited about this dude, uh short and sweet. I really am. Um I want to see this cat be able to produce early. I know that's not likely, but I like I like this I like this Cornell I like this Cornell Powell pick. A lot. I really do. This dude is sure-handed and he's big. You know, you get this guy on some slants, and once again, I just can't say I can't. Once again, I just like this pick from taking Powell from Clemson. Dudo, ditto, ditto. Uh, this is my favorite pick of the draft, fellas, in sports heads. Um, you know, this guy was a fifth-year senior. He was buried on the depth chart with the with the array of uh, talent at Clemson at the wide receiver, wide receiver position. Um, he did not transfer and try to, you know, uh, go somewhere else and, uh, you know, take his talents elsewhere. He stuck it out at Clemson. And then with his last year being his fifth year there, um, he balled out and, uh, you know, got to this position where he became a draft pick. Um, so kudos to him for, you know, grinding it out. Um, but uh, I know vet Brett Veach in his presser today said something about they look at him as an ex-wide uh, receiver and uh, and he's going to be behind as far as their plans going forward. Tyreek Hill and Miko Hardman on that wide receiver depth part. So I think he's. I think he could come in and uh, you know challenge Brian Brian Byron Pringle. Sorry, and D Rob for you know them set them semi Watkins uh, semi Watkins snaps. But you know, I think he makes his. I think he makes his money. You know, underneath. You know, cutting guys up. You know, if you look at some of his highlights, he's making uh, cornerbacks look foolish out there, like he's Steph Curry or Kyrie Irving on the. Basketball court, you know, court, you know, crossing them over and things of that nature. But um, like I said, I don't necessarily see it as far as this year. I think he can get some playing time, but I'm I'm looking. They're gonna, you know, Andy Reid's gonna scheme some stuff open for him. But I'm looking for him to, you know, just progress and, you know, hopefully he can uh, round out to be a good starter, you know, by the end of his rookie contract. But the, yeah, this is my favorite pick of the draft, though. Yeah, uh, let our heads just hang a little bit more higher with this uh, Cornell Powell pick. Uh, he's one of my second favorite next to the uh, uh, guy that comes from um, 
Oklahoma uh, Creed Humphreys. So, uh, yeah, uh, like you said, I don't know what's going to happen with uh, him as far as availability this year. I think with the lineup that we do have, he does have a chance to make his name uh, <clears throat> this year. I think he will uh, surprise us. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, but for the last yeah, excuse week, me. I'm sorry about that, sports hit. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, you know uh, I gotta fuck with you, man. Uh, round six. All right, now this was like this was the most intriguing pick out of all the picks, and this is uh, the guard out of Tennessee, Trey Smith. I believe he had blood clots in his lungs, fellas. Something like that. Yeah, I believe that's what it was, Sports says. And uh, he fell in the draft due to this, but he was a top-round pick, draftee. Uh, but due to his health issues, people kind of were scared. And uh, after Trey was drafted by the Chiefs, he had immediate, immediately, immediately alluded to that he he's feeling great, he's ready to play, and this guy is going to have a chip on his shoulder. I mean, on this uh, Chiefs offensive lineman – death right now. Well, he was like 15 guys. So, someone's going to be leaving here pretty soon. But I think Trey Smith will be a great uh, piece to that line. He has a trip on his shoulder. Uh, he's a very big, physical guy. Uh, quick feet. So, I look for Trey Smith to make a name for himself with this Chiefs on, as, a, as a guard. Uh, and he's able to move around on the line as well. So, uh, what do you guys think about Trey Smith? Good pick, good pick, good pick. Cal, you said it. This young man has a chip on his shoulder. As soon as he was selected by the Kansas City Chiefs, he tweeted out, I will never forget. And we all know what that means. He, 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 he's seen all the guys go in front of him. And this dude, it's no lie. Just look at some tape. This dude is moving shit. And he's moving it violently. When this dude, when this dude puts it, puts a hat on you, you moving in a different direction, and you moving with some force. And like you said, man, he's young. He's playing nasty. He has a chip on his shoulder. Andy Reid being a whisperer for his respected position that he's trying to play. Oh man, oh man. Yeah, man. Uh, good pick. <laughs> like you said, Cal, he he fell he fell tremendously in this draft with his health issues and things of that nature. I get that, but this kid possesses all the tools that you need to succeed in this league. And once again, <laughs> hell of a draft, hell of a pick to take this kid. Out of Tennessee, Trey Smith. He's nasty. Yeah, buddy. Um, yeah, if he pans out and they can get it. I, I, I believe he can be a starter, not necessarily this year, maybe next year. With You have a lot of guys on that line that they have on that depth chart um, on one-year deals. But, uh, Lee, do you know what his player comp is? Lee. I'm here. 
Oh, okay. Did, did you hear me? I said, did you uh, do you know who his player comp is? I sure don't. I sure I, I didn't catch that. Okay, so uh, it's a KO, Colegio Assembly, buddy. Yeah, okay. And see, uh, it's funny you bring that up, Beats. I was just going to kind of wait to, you know, to bring this up. But I was just going to ask you guys, with all the additions to this line, is this a is is this the writing on the wall for the departure of KO? And if it is, I'm gonna just put this out there. If it is, I'm okay with it because this dude is showing some same type of nastiness as KO. But do you guys think this is KO's departure? Departure on written on the wall? Yes. It's somebody's uh right. It's somebody's writing on the wall. It's, it's too many. Like I was saying yesterday. It's too yeah, many guys. It's somebody's going. I don't know who. But I think yeah, I'll just go ahead. I was just gonna say real quick, if I had my guess at it right now, who's gone, it's Allegretti, Andrew Wiley, and maybe Tardy. Yeah, yeah. I mean Tardif is a nasty O-line, but he's been removed from the from the league for a year. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with LTD. I was saying that last night. That that could be one of them, too, but I don't know. Uh, but somebody's leaving. <laughs> yeah, and in the nature in which Kalithi uh, Osimile, uh, both of his knees basically, you know, yeah, given out of him, that's too – that that injury that he had is too extensive to try to invest anything in him because you say, well, damn, is them knees going to give out again? So as much as I was saying I want KO back, they got to bring KO back, but you're talking about the addition of Tooney. You're talking about big OB over there on the island. Niang coming back. Blight. Now you throw in Cree, Kyle Long. I just, yeah, man. Uh, if the Chiefs wouldn't have did all this in the offseason, I'm like, yeah, bring KO back. But I'm okay if KO leaves because they did a hell of a job along that line thus far. And I got one more question. I don't know why this guy, I know we're talking O-lineman, but uh, D-lineman. Is your boy still on the roster? Who? On the D-line, uh, the ACG guy. No. Okay. Mike Padilla. Yeah. Nah. Okay. I don't know why I thought of him, but anyway, sorry hey, about that. That's what it is. It's I, I don't know what happened with Big Cat, but the 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 addition of Jaron Reed kind of just wipes him out. And you still have Naughty, and then you got some other some other guys playing good at that at that depth row, Tim, Tim uh Tim Howard. So, you know, but the big thing is that they signed Jaron Reed from Seattle. That kind of blows Big Cat out the water. Right. Uh, anything else you guys want to touch on before we move past the Chiefs? Um, I will this. say this. I will say this. Uh, just a quick tidbit. Uh Clark Hunt said on his presser uh, Saturday that, um, well, two things. One, he wants to have 
uh, training camp at St. Joe with fans. Second, um, he knows it's going to be a long haul, but he wants uh, 100% capacity for G. E-H-A field at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, I, and I actually heard that pressure as well. Uh, you know, long, like you said, uh, he wants the fans there for training camp in St. Joe. And, he want, you know, like you said, it's a long shot, but he's looking forward to 100% capacity uh, starting uh, game one at Arrowhead. So, uh yeah, it, it, we shall see. But I did see that pressure with Clark, Clark Hunt. I'm going to just throw this out there. Cal, what is your overall grade for this Chiefs 2021 draft? Uh, I'm, I'm going to count Orlando Brown because he pretty much blotted out our uh, first-round pick. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. That's 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 more yeah. than fair. Uh. I'll give him a B minus. Beats. Damn, you made me look like a fool. I was gonna go. I, I'm gonna stick with it. Though. I'm gonna say A minus. That's how much I like this draft class. To be honest with you, now I know all of them are not gonna pan out, but I, I'm, I'm hoping that they at least contribute within their rookie. Uh, you know, that four-year gap, and then some of them just become good starters or even pro bowlers. So that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Uh, I wanted you guys to give your answers first, but I'm sticking to it. Uh, I'm going the same as Beats. Uh, I was thinking A- minus all along. When I first seen this draft conclude itself, I'm just like, man, this draft is really, really interesting. These – these boys have brought in a very young and good-looking nucleus um, to this kingdom. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm, I'm going with an A-minus overall from this uh, brass, man. This I, think, I think a B-minus is respectable given the the uh, – the, the amounts of picks and the, the deep the deepness of the picks that we had. Uh we, we cleaned up on some great players, but I'm just saying, like, I, I'll give them a B minus. I mean, because I still didn't kind of get what I wanted. But like I said, I'm not a cheap GM or anything like that. But I, I got what I wanted, but not. You know what I wanted. I wanted that big 6'5 rod receiver. But I'm you cool with him. I'm cool with Cornell. No, he didn't. He's only six feet. I'm I don't cool think with- it's a 6'5 wide receiver in this draft anyway, Cal. Yeah, it was. Josh Jacobs. I'm not oh, Josh Jacobs. That's the only reason why you want. Well, shit. Yeah, that I wanted him. God, God damn it. That's who I wanted. And he went exactly where I thought he would go. He went a few picks before us. He ended up with the Rams in that same round. I Which wanted him. Fifth? I'm sorry. The fifth? Yeah, he went uh, the same round as the uh, as the wide receiver we picked up. Yep, he went a couple picks before. Well, well. He went around. He went in the round that I projected him to go in. He's more mm. of a play deck with, um, like I said, he a lot of that stuff he was doing. You know, is I, I is I think it's gonna be hard, you know, for that to translate to the NFL. 
I think with Cornell getting more polished. Hey, hey I, I respect I respect Cornell, and uh, I expect him to do well. But you know, it, it's just me just being stubborn and what I want. And that's fine. Saying, and that's yeah. that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. So, like I said, my, I think we all give them good, respectable grades. Uh, they did great this year. This is probably one of the best drafts they had. Not to say the one that Pat sucks, because Pat's probably the only one doing numbers out of that draft class. What do you mean? So, He's the only one that's on the team still. Right. Huh? I said, you what do you mean? He's the only one that's on the team still. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I think these guys will have longevity uh, in their organization. So, I think this was one of our better drafts in a long time. Go ahead and put my nick on the chopping block. I'm, I told Beats this, and I'm going to say it again on, on wax. I see four pushing five. Starters long term out of this draft. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I seen five. Maybe four starting, one being a reliable backup, whatever. I, I, I just somehow see majority of this draft producing at some point. Nope. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put that on. I'm gonna Put that on my. But I think out of all of them, uh, Creed would be a year one start. I agree on that. I can see that. I can see that. Him and Blythe was gonna have to. I can see. I, I don't know if Blythe would get the majority of snaps early, and then Creed jump in, or vice versa. We just don't know. Health is going to play a part in that, a role in that as well. We all know that. But I can see that. I, I, I'm not shunning away from that because Creed is a fucking anchor in that middle. All right. Uh, so let's move it along to some other teams uh, that drafted, you know, some of these higher teams uh, that had draft picks. Uh, as we all know, Trevor Lawrence didn't wind up with the Panthers. Oh, not, I'm sorry, with uh, – Jesus Christ, the Jaguars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know what you was thinking. Is they both cats? They both yeah, big they both cats. Cat. Yeah, Jaguars. And um, good luck to you, Trevor. Uh, it's gonna be a, a road there, but you did. You did make it to the league, so we wish you the best. Y'all got something on Trevor Lawrence, or I just want to keep it going. Keep it going. I, I know he's gonna be the number overall pick. Like yeah, we need we. We'll see how that goes with Urban Meyer down there. So, I mean, not Urban Meyer. What's what's the coach's name down there? Yeah, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Yeah, yeah Urban Meyer. Yeah, okay, okay. I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I don't have too much on Trevor Lawrence. I knew he was gonna go number one. So, yeah, it is what it is. But uh, for some reason, these when I pulled this up, it didn't show the team for they went to. But Cal Pitts got drafted number three, the big tight end. No, four. Where did he ended up going? Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. He in Atlanta. They didn't get no protection for uh Matt Ryan. 
or anything like that. Uh, and um, Zach Williams, where the hell did he go again? You mean Wilson? Yeah, that's why I said Zach Wilson. What the fuck you talking about? No, you didn't. You said Williams. I said Zach Wilson, dog. He went to the, went to the Jets. <clears throat> well. He went to the Jets. May he have a proper takeoff in his jet as a jet. Uh, Justin Fields ended up going to Chicago. Uh, hmm. What do you guys feel about I'm, that? I'm going to just say this. I do think Justin Fields, since you brought his name up, I'm going I'm to I'm allude to him first. Justin Fields is going to have a chip on his shoulder. Um, he failed to the you know, in his eyes, he fell to Chicago. And I do think he's going to try to make people pay for that. But I'm going to just say this, just talking about other teams drafted. Trey Lance for the 49ers. Um, I, I really do like that pick. Um, me and Beach were kind of talking about that. You you, you throw him in with the with the likings of Kyle Shanahan and what he's able to do and draw things up. I see this kid being a star in this league. I really, really do. I like Trey a lot. Um I see I see Patrick, uh, you know, he, he got that look in his eyes how Patrick how Pat had when he was drafted. And I think he's gonna succeed, you know because he's going he's going with a good coach like Pat had with Big Red, Trey has with Kyle Shanahan. So I really do like that pick. And then I'm going to throw this out there. The Patriots getting Tom Brady 2.0. <laughs> uh, hey, it, it, it happened. You know they got their guy. I didn't think he would. I didn't think he would drop to the Patriots, but they got. I, I look at. I look at him like Tom Brady 2.0, and I do think that's going to be a plus for the Patriots. I like that draft pick. So I'm sticking to the quarterbacks, but those are the two that I just wanted to get off my chest. I'm going to go three of them. Um... First, starting off with uh, the 49ers and Trey Lance, to me, um, he he's going to be the star of the uh, – he's going to be the equivalent of Patrick Mahomes. Why do you keep saying The what? Go ahead. What you say? <laughs> why do you keep saying it? He said, why do Cal? we keep saying that? Because I why see it. Okay. I that was it. just like the year Russell Wilson came out. I liked him coming out. The year Dak came out, I liked Dak when he came out of, out of Mississippi State. There's always a guy that, you know, that I just have an inkling about, a good feeling about, and then they turn out to be, you know, good quality starting quarterbacks. Yeah, I like Trey. To me, Trey is a uh, better version of uh, Lamar Jackson. He's not as fast as Lamar Jackson, but he's a little bit more powerful than Lamar Jackson, and he can throw the ball way exponentially, expeditiously better than uh, Lamar Jackson, and it fits right in what Cal Shanahan wants to do. Cal Shanahan, if you know, with his dad, Mike Shanahan, 
when they when he coached the Denver Broncos, run that inside outside zone with those running backs. You had Clinton Portis, Terrell Davis, you know all those cats uh, that eat in that offense. And then when he went to uh, Atlanta and was the uh, offensive coordinator there, even though they went to the Super Bowl and lost, but you know that was Matt Ryan's best year. Um, I can see it, man. Like I said, he's gonna he can do some stuff with with Trey that he can't do with Jimmy G. So that's why I say that. And then um, as far as uh, Justin Fields, I do like him going to Chicago, even though I think this prolongs McNaggy there, possibly, at least the GM, because I don't think the owner allows them to make that pick if they're not going to be there to develop this guy. But that's that, that's my question. I, I just hope Matt Nagy can can get more out of fields than what he could with Trubisky. I don't know if it was Trubisky. I guess we'll find out now if it was Trubisky or is it Matt Nagy that can't get the – because I just don't want to see Justin Fields' career go down the drain as uh, Trubisky's because – uh, I remember watching Justin Fields on the uh, QB1 show on Netflix. And so I, I've seen it. I've just seen his story from when he was in high school. And then just to see where he went to college, he went to Georgia, was there for a year, transferred to Ohio State, balled out there. And now he's in the NFL. So good luck to you, sir. And then uh, lastly, uh, Mac Jones, you know, one year starter, you know. Clone of Tom Brady 2.0 kind of has the same built as Tom Brady pre-draft, you know, you know, with the dad bod, you know. Um, yeah, I think uh, Bill Belichick will, uh, you know, get the most out of him, at least try to and see if this guy can play. Um, but uh, I guess that puts Cam on notice, you know, so. Uh, I guess we'll see how that figures out in, in the ensuing months. Very much so. Um, that gam on notice. Mm-hmm. Now, what you got to say, Cal? What's your opinion, Cal? Cal, right. I don't have anything. Uh, you sure, Cal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty, sure, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure 1492. I don't have anything. <laughs> All right, Cal, y'all. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Right uh, now, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I don't have anything. So you, for real though, you don't like Trey Lance, or you just what's what's up? I just don't like y'all keep saying, "Oh, well, you know he's got he he's a uh, Pat Mahomes." No, no, no. He's a good player, and uh, I'm saying, you know, I don't need the comparisons to Pat. Oh, come on now. It's only one homie. It's only one Mahomes. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying with all the you of all people. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm not saying as far. I'm not saying when I'm comparing I, it. I'm just saying what I'm saying is as far as that draft class, the 2017 draft class. He's going to be the cream of the of that crop. That's what I'm saying. But I, I he's actually going to do something. That's that's all I'm saying, sir. I really agree with you guys. The dude did have listen to what I. I listen. I listen, Beach. I con- if anything, I really comped him to uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. 
But a bad burger. And that and that's a very good comparison. But you hit it, you followed it right back up with with a factual, actual statement. Yes, he's Lamar Jackson. He's not as fast as him, but he's a little bit more powerized than Lamar. But the key thing that he possesses that Lamar does not is a arm with accuracy. And that is scary. That's what makes me think with a Kyle Shanahan manipulated offense, I mean, this, this this Trey is gonna be successful in this league. Now I wouldn't compare them to 15. Now hold on now, fella. <laughs> I'm just saying, as far as him going to a good organization led by some good coaching that can kind of take him under their wings and, and help him along the way. He's going into he's going into a very good situation with the San Francisco 49ers. Kyle Shepard. So let me ask you guys a question. Does he sit this year or does he start? Ah, that, they were talking about this earlier uh, on the radio. Uh, one guy thinks he's going to be a day one starter. The other guy thinks not. Uh Man, you took this kid at number three. He sh- you he took him started. at number three overall. Yes, yeah, he's going to one start. In my eyes, yes. The answer to the question, yes. I think he is a day one starter. Number three, come on now. And I, I'm of the same inkling. The only reason why I really say that was two reasons. It's because what Lee said, he's a number three pick. And then also, you got to think, um, this last year, uh, he didn't play because of uh, COVID. It wasn't that he opted out. It was just that his uh, school decided not to play. So are you going to have this guy take two years off of playing football when he really only has one year of playing football? And within that one year of playing college football, he did take his team to the – even though it's uh, North Dakota State uh, University, you know, that's Division two. I believe, or whatever sub, whatever that uh, FBS or whatever that is. Um, He took them to the – he won the national championship. And then within that year, I think he threw like 30-something touchdowns and only one pick. So – but, yeah, he he needs some more experience. So, I say he has to play. And that's another thing. What you saying, hitting on that point that he set – Theoretically, last year, and then you sit him again. That's gonna be two years. That with you throwing that in the pot, that's just like oh, yeah. they gonna they gonna throw this kid out, you know. And you should you took him that number three. And like, and I'm just gonna ask this with Kyle Shanahan's offense. He likes to run the ball anyway. He's gonna he's gonna make it to where and you know in his offense, there's always somebody wide open. He schemes it open for you, man. All you gotta do is make the throw. Nah. Well, <laughs> okay, you're gonna see. Because I got I got, I got I got the 49ers playing in the NFC championship game. Mark my word, Ooh. put it on wax. Ooh. Now that's a big night. That's a big. That's a big statement, me. I said that. I said that to Lee when they when they trade when they drafted him. I said I could see them being in. I mean, they was just a year removed 
from the Super Bowl almost won it until Pat, you know, you know, threw the ball out of the stash and shit. But um how you gonna disrespect the treatment like that? What you mean? Like I just said. Shit, I don't see Seattle being that good. You mean 49ers? No, he said the wow. treatment. No, nah, I don't. No, nah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see. I don't. Yeah, I don't see. Yeah, I don't they didn't even help them. They only had three picks this whole draft. What about Arizona? You don't see Arizona. Arizona cleaned up in this draft. Uh, I'm still not a believer of. Uh, I'm still not a believer of Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a believer in him, buddy. Yeah, I'm not. not. And then you got what you got going on. Then you got what you got going on in Green Bay with AR. So, San Francisco, yeah, San Francisco may be one of them teams that get back to relevancy this year. I can see that. You heard it here, sports head. (laughs) Have we even talked about AR on here? No, not yet. We go. We going into it now. Lee just lose to it. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, man, uh, with AR, as you guys know, the fourteen, he's very disgruntled in Green Bay. Does not want to play in Green Bay. Will rather go host uh, Jeopardy or whatever. Uh, I don't. I was saying before the Patriots selected Matt Jones that AR is going to the Patriots because the Packers are not going to let, the Packers are not going to let him go to a, a NFC team. They're just not. With that being said, the Patriots and Bill Belichick take Matt Jones. I see AR going to Denver. Or, yeah. you know, Cal, Cal, I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I just see AR not going to the NFC. He's going to go somewhere to the AFC. And John Elway does it. He, he, he likes to do it. He did it with Peyton Manning coming in. He thinks AR could possibly get him one if, if, if that. I could see AR going to Denver. You guys take it. Yeah, I can um, see that. I got- or go ahead, Cal. No, go ahead, buddy. No, I was just gonna say real quick. Um, yeah, that's the only possible. I mean, Denver or Las Vegas, but I don't see him and Gruden getting along that you know well. So I see, I see, I see Denver as far as that because I can just see uh, Vic Vangio just letting AR just have all the reins over the offense. You do what you want to do. I'll take care of the defense. And yeah. then, oh boy, now that's a threat. I, I'll say that. It changes the AFC uh, West altogether. Mm-hmm. Just imagine that. Just imagine that. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, and I guess you got to throw in Derek Carr, but <laughs> <laughs> why you say it like that, man? I mean, I mean, it's just, I mean, you, you, you say those names, you say Derek Carr, it's kind of like the shit show when you say Derek Carr. But uh, just, I mean, 
Wow. Wow. Just imagine that. Those them three alone in the AFC West, and that's rock. That's 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 Pat, AR, and Justin Herbert. Oh man. That's why I said I could see Denver. I ain't gonna harp on AR too long. I don't know what's gonna go on, but something's telling me Denver. Like they gonna do some shit like they did with Peyton. Well, yeah. Like you said, Denver. But uh, like you said, they probably won't send them in it, uh, to the NFC. But the only other team that I was thinking to would probably be the Saints. But um, I doubt that'll happen. Uh, but this is uh, pretty interesting. And I don't think that uh, it'll happen like this, but uh, he wants out. So uh, we'll see what happens uh, as far as they are. Um, trying to think of anything else that's going on within the NFL. Uh, I think that's about it. I know uh, AB did get resigned by the Buccaneers. Yeah. Uh, then the Chiefs signed that running back, uh, McKinnon, um, right. from San Francisco, Jared McKinnon. So that was a nice little pickup. Um, All right. So I'm just going to move into a little bit of NBA sports. It's really not too much, but it is something I kind of want to touch on. Uh, LeBron did come back last week. I believe it was late in the week, maybe Wednesday or Thursday night. But uh, he is now back hurt again. Uh, Really? Yeah. uh, I was talking about it earlier with my pops. Yep. Uh, He's back on the injury report and sure is uh, Schroeder. He's out for 14 to 15 games. Uh, um, uh, AD is not playing to his full potential. He's a uh, has a limit uh, playing uh, limit limited minute playing restriction on him. So it looks pretty bad for my LA Lakers right now. I don't think they're going to repeat this year. I mean, they have had a very uh, injury uh, stricken season, and I don't know. It's not looking too good for my Lakers. But it is a little glistening, little sunshine coming through this darkness. And that's the Phoenix Suns. And I know y'all are like, what? Yeah, Phoenix Suns. Yeah. They sitting there, number two. Fellas, you there? I just want to make sure I didn't lose y'all. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah I'm here. They're sitting there, number two. I thought they were. Um, never uh, mind, go ahead. I thought they were number one, but go ahead. You would know more than I would. Let me shut up. <laughs> Let me double check, sports says. I want to make sure I'm I've got my facts straight. I believe they are number two. Uh, Let me fact check it here to make sure I'm right. Come on. Uh, thank you, man. They are number one now. They have uh. I remember last week they was like number two, but uh, they have overtook in the Jazz. You know, the number one team in the league. And I have the privilege of catching a couple Suns games. And they play great together. Chris Paul and Trey Burke is down. And, uh, 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 damn, uh, Devin Booker is down there balling, bro. Uh, the Suns is a sleeper team. I know they sitting in number one, but uh, they are balling out in the West, man. Uh, Lee, what you got on this? I agree. I agree. Um, I remember when uh, I remember saying when Phoenix signed Chris Paul, saying I, I'm it, it's going to be interesting to see the backcourt 
possessing Booker and CP3. And, man, it is playing out just like that. Uh, it's, it, yeah, you start with them, too, because they, they, drive the, they drive the bus there in Phoenix. Uh, but, Cal, you are absolutely right, man. This team is uh, – they play well together. Uh, they play defense, and and they'll punch you in the mouth. They they score on you. Uh, yeah, I agree with you on this, man. Phoenix is one of those teams like, oh, boy. And like you said, saying, you know, everything that you said with the Lakers going through all the ups and downs, that, you know, that they're going through and things of that nature, it's just like, wow. You know, but you still got Utah as well. Um, man, but yeah, sticking to Phoenix, yeah, bro, they are balling. That that's scary what they're doing. Yeah, no, like I said, the Lakers are sitting at number seven right now, and it's uh the Jazz and the Nets. I'm sorry, the Jazz and the Nuggets. Jazz is number two, Nuggets is three, Clippers is four, Mavericks is five, Trailblazers is set six, Lakers is at seven, Grizzlies are at eight in the West. Mm, so. And and that's another thing, LeBron. Uh, I seen today that he was saying whoever came up with the play in needs to be fired. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like it. it I don't that, like. It. I don't it like means- it. Either. I'm glad that you shifted to NBA because this was killing me to get off my chest. I don't like the fact. I I I, I mean, I know they're going to see how it works, but I do not like. The this playing stuff is non traditional, it, it's just weird to know how it how it operates and how it goes. I agree with LeBron on that. I just wanted to throw that in there. This play in stuff is, is is dumb to me. I still don't really know how it works. Like I said, they're gonna take this <laughs> right. <laughs> is it the nine and the ten spots, or they're gonna play like how does this work? Because if you know. if you do this. If if it's a, a a two extra team playing, if the other guy wins, it's gonna be an uneven number as far as teams. That's what I'm saying. It's dumb. So how does that work? <laughs> it's dumb. I don't understand it. It's like, so what does that team get a a bar? I I just don't understand it. That's why I say it's dumb for them to implement something in there to make fans think like. Okay, well, well damn, how do that? Or does the first round team get a buy? I mean, top seed? Yeah, my, yeah, 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 I know what I mean. Top, uh, top seed get a buy. I'm is, just that how, is that how it will work? Hey, man, I don't know. I don't know. At this point, at this point, I'm just leaving it up to the basketball guy. I don't know, sports heads. <laughs> Don't know. This, but, is uh, this is stupid to me. Maybe it's just an extra way to add extra revenue due to arenas not being filled. I don't know. But like I said, I still don't understand how it works. I mean, all I hear is playing, but they don't really give you like the ins and outs of it. So I don't know. Uh, well, we'll go ahead and move it to baseball, and we'll get on up out of here. Uh, Lee, uh, go ahead and talk about your your Royals, man. They're sitting currently uh, in the top spot in the AL. 
Yeah, man. In, in the AL, uh, like I said, I know they got thumped yesterday uh, by Minnesota. Um, you know, the day before that, they did some thumping of their own. But um, I think they, uh, I think they lost that series to Minnesota two to three or something like that. It was a five game stretch. But yeah, um, twenty five games, twenty six games into this thing, uh, I believe they start the home stretch today. Um, I think they start a seven game home stretch against the White Sox and someone else. I think that starts tonight. Uh, but yeah, they're still on top of the AL. Um, Cal, uh, when me and you were talking, you had seen, you had told me, you said, "Man, Lee, I watched him the other night." And man, them bats was alive, and I was watching it too. And to be honest with you, I, that's what that's scary, you know, when it comes to talking you know, just talking about them in this world. Uh, the bats got loose, like them boys put up, I believe, the cow like 12 runs or something like that. Yeah, 11 runs. And them boys, man, them bats, man, they was knocking shit. Santana, uh, Andrew Benintendi, uh, shots out to Andrew Benintendi when he did. The uh, key, key acquisition coming over from the Boston Red Sox. He reminds me of a Ben Zobris when we snapped Zobris up. Uh, There's just so many guys. Daiso coming back to add the speed. Danny Duffy coming back. Sal being Sal. <clears throat> Who would have thought? 26, 27 games into this thing, our Royals is the top of the AL Central. Uh, so, hey, hold on to the Royals. Keep doing what y'all doing, boys and blue. That's all I got for them. Yeah, this definitely brings exciting, uh, excitement back to Kansas City in the baseball world, man. I'm happy to see the Royals doing great. Hopefully I can get out there and see them live in action. Uh, like I said, the bats were flying. That's good to see. And that infield and outfield is playing great. So, uh, and pitching. Danny Duffy. Shout out to Danny Duffy. Uh, dude been here since he was 18 years old, man. And he's 32, I believe, now. And he's still putting in work. Shout out to Danny Duffy on the mound as well. Right. You got anything, Beats? No, y'all y'all covered it. Y'all got it. What you over there doing, making you vegan help? Oh. No, I'm um, <laughs> gonna like, get some coffee. What's the sake with all that racket? Your <laughs> buddy, go ahead and wake me, wake me on up, fella. Yeah, uh. hey, you gonna say vegan? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, I'm to I mean, this, this is silly, this is silly, silly shit that that vegan helper he doing damn well ain't no sense to me. Just mix this shit up. <laughs> Get your vegan helper in you. Uh, uh, that's, that's, that's what you secretly be having in, having on the low. That's what it is. Now you're twin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be over here drinking a vegan beer. Yeah, uh, okay, nigga, just be making up shit. Yeah, get you a vegan smoothie over there, fella. Make you a good old smoothie there, fella. Yeah, go ahead and get the Java in you, the cream and sugar. Nah, uh-huh. but there's some, uh, you know, um, 
sugar-free syrup, buddy, and some uh, dairy-free uh, creamer. That's all mm-hmm. I got. All right. I don't go too hard on the sugar, man. Doesn't do well for my skin, man. Okay. okay. Get them zits, man. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Okay. I can hurt. Yeah, sports heads, uh, besides uh, Beats uh, getting his vegan coffee in and uh, <laughs> things of that nature, that concludes another episode, fellas. Anything else you got, bro? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think that's all we got, sports heads. Uh, yeah, man. Go ahead and close it out. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Cowboy. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Ask Caveat Beats. Where can I find you? Uh, you can find me at dbeats1492. That's my handle on all the social medias. You can just find me at dbeats1492. Um, Lee, if they're checking for you, where can they find you? Lee 86. The handle is Radham Jones on Facebook, Instagram, and the Sports Talk KC page. Yeah, so, man, y'all like, share, and subscribe with whatever y'all got to do for Sports Talk KC. We've been at it, I believe, fellas. This is actually episode 100 of season two. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is episode 100, Sports Head. Show is. So, hey. The, the the material is there. We steady putting it out. You know, fresh minds over here. We love what we're doing. Everyone that knows us already knows that. We, we, we put it in to, you know, just keep supporting, man. And, uh, we appreciate it. All right. What's going on there, Cal? Uh, making up a little sloppy Joe. Uh, <laughs> sloppy Joe there, fella. Yeah, give me my sloppy. Uh, Gotta have it about one. Go ahead and hit the paper plate, huh? Go ahead and get the paper plates in your bun ready. (laughs) Make sure you make sure you grab the four items. You got a side of fries. You got a side of EFN. Over there, Poppy Joe without the or items, fella. No, I just got a bag of chips. I didn't want to do no fried uh, French fries. Uh I do got an air fryer, but. Yeah, hey, I got one too, man. Yeah, sports is another thing. Yeah, man, if y'all tired of frying up food and stuff, get you an air fryer. Uh, we got one of them emerald ones. Uh, the one that you can do bacon in it, and you can make you some dehydrated fruit. Mm. Uh, that little emerald three sixty air fryer deal. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's a bomb. Yep. Yeah. It's yep. Yeah. All right. We also giving you health tips on here too, sports. We're doing well. Health, yeah. as well. health as well. Health as well. Health as well. You're right. But uh, we're up out of here, Sports Edge. We'll try to get this show out tonight, and uh, we'll be back at you. Yo.